1: I choose to believe I'm doing everything with these and, and in turn I do everything with these.
2: Okay, hi everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Legally Couture. This is Erin and I have Kelly Wilson with me today as a guest. You want to say- hi guys. <laughs> So if you don't know, Callie is in her last year of law school right now. She goes to law school in New York. So she is here today to talk to us about law school, in New York City, her life, everything that you guys want to know, we're going to talk about. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So we're going to start off, just so you all know, kind of the gist of the episode. So if you care more about the law school stuff, it's going to be first half, second half. We're going to gear more towards everything else that you guys want to know. So to start off, we'll just go like, basics what made you want to go to law school Callie it's like I never had
1: like a direct like path I guess so when I was really little I like wanted to be a lawyer thought it was a cool idea don't know where that even came from because I don't have any family members for a lawyer I just Mm -hmm. like thought it sounded cool but then I have like this vivid memory of being I think it was like sixth grade I was on like a field trip somewhere on a school bus and like I was talking about like wanting to be a lawyer one day and then like this kid on the bus was like my dad's a lawyer and he's miserable and he hates his life and he's the biggest regret ever so that I was like okay I'm gonna cross that one off the list and then like I went into high school and um, I basically like I did not know what I was going through in high school but like I had always gotten good grades until high school I kind of went through this phase where like I watched a lot of UK skins for anyone who's watched skins. I like really wanted to be like the characters in skins who just did not care at all. So I would get bad (laughs) grades, literally on purpose. I would like skip class. Like I made any bad decision you can possibly think of making. I definitely did it. And then I had like no options for colleges when I was applying because I probably graduated high school with like, I don't know. I have no idea what my GPA was, but like, it was bad, like really, probably like 2.0 or something. It was really bad. <laughs> so then I like went to this college, like in the middle of the woods, middle of nowhere, hated my life, had like a full mental breakdown at the end of the year. Cause it was just like a, not like a normal party school. It was like literally Monday through Sunday, like party and like the lifestyle was just really intense there oh my god and so yeah it was really bad so I ended up um transferring thank god and I transferred to Suffolk in Boston and like I was a pre-med major for the first like three hours of my time at Suffolk <laughs> the <first three>
0: hours. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah and so I went because I'm so bad at math and science I have no idea mm-hmm. what I was thinking I just like didn't know what to do and you have to declare a major sophomore year so I was like I guess pre-med, and then I went to my first chem class, and they were like, if you don't know this and this and this, you should leave, and I left in tears and ran to my advisor, and I was like, I guess I'll be like an English major or something, I don't know, and she was like, try our pre-law program, and I did, (laughs) and I was like, okay, full circle, lawyer idea again, and then I just kind of didn't think about what I was doing, and here we are, (laughs) so. That's so funny. You were like, I went in as pre-med for three hours. (laughs) I I don't know what I was thinking because like math and science, I can't like at all. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So pre-med would definitely not be for you. Absolutely
1: not. I would not have survived. I would have failed out of it.
2: No, I had friends in undergrad that were pre-med. And if you don't actually like enjoy science and math, you can't. You do would it. have been so miserable. That would have been a terrible three yeah. years of your life.
1: It would have been so. And then if I really like somehow went on to med school, which I don't think would have happened, oh like god. if it like I would just be even more miserable than like law school makes me. Oh yeah. my god,
2: that's so true. And med school is so long. Like that would have been. That would have I been know. such a long time to be miserable.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally, it would have been bad.
2: Oh my goodness. Well. I'm happy you didn't go through with that then, because that would have been a bad time.
1: Me too. Very happy.
2: Yeah. And then we wouldn't have you on here either. I probably wouldn't have found you. That's
1: very true. So now we get to talk to you. Yes. Perfect.
2: Oh my goodness. Okay. So going off of that, once you decided you wanted to do law, some people were asking questions about what the application process was like for you and your LSAT studying. So we can guess, I guess we'll start with LSAT studying since that kind of comes first. Okay. Yeah. So, so like, did you do a course
1: self-study that kind of? Yeah. I did a course. Um, I think I could not have done it without a course. I used Kaplan. I mm-hmm. always tell people like, definitely think about if you want to take a course, like I think it's a really good investment personally, okay. because I guess it depends on how you learn too but like for me I couldn't just sit down and like teach myself I'm sure it's possible and like I think it's important to like say like there are free like really good free resources I think like seven stage has like really good stuff and like YouTube videos you can like Mm -hmm. look up like how to do stuff so we could do it definitely
0: yeah but I
1: did Kaplan um I did my when did I so I started it my like last like at the very beginning of spring semester so like in like January February and yeah. then that went up until I think June I was like ready to take the Elsa in June or May I don't know mm-hmm. when, one of those months and then I just like yeah. didn't feel ready so the nice thing about Kaplan is like you can still have access to the materials for like a few more months after so like I just yeah. literally re-watched every single um mm-hmm. video and then like watched YouTube videos and did practice tests and I I always tell people I feel like Doing time practice tests is the best thing you can do because mm-hmm. at least I think because I like you kind of get how to do everything by a certain point, but it's really just like the mm-hmm. time crunch yeah. is the hardest thing. And I think I struggled with logic games the most. So at the very end, I was like, because I feel like is close to math. I mean, it's not really math. That's the closest you can get is, to something. yeah. So that's why my brain was like, I can't do this. So I mm-hmm. focused more on uh, not reading comp. What was the other one? Uh, uh, logical logical reasoning. reasoning. Yeah. So I got, I guess they don't have two sections of logical reasoning on the LSAT anymore. They did when I was oh, there. Okay. Yeah. So I got lucky and like really focused on that. And like, I think that helped my score. But yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Guess they don't
2: have
1: anymore.
2: Yeah. No, I agree. I took a course too. I did the power score one. And it was the same way that you get to keep using the material for months. So after I finished my course, I did take the LSAT right after, but I didn't get the score I wanted. Yeah. So it was nice to be able to keep using the materials to study yeah. for like my next try at it.
1: Yeah. Now, so, I think courses, like if you are willing to invest in them, yeah, are like really helpful.
2: They're so worth it. And honestly, you might be investing like a thousand or like two thousand up front on it. But yeah. in the end, it can get you more scholarship money.
1: That's very, very true. Like totally a lot more reason. scholarship. Yeah, that's yeah. very
2: true. I didn't even ever think about it that way, but that's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I convinced myself to spend the money on it. I was like, yeah. but if I pay, I can get more scholarship money. That's so it'll be less
1: student debt. Yeah, yes.
2: Less, less student debt. <laughs> yes. So we both agree then. If you can afford a course and you're willing to pay.
1: Yeah. hundred percent. go
2: for it. Just because it helps you. I felt that it helped me like stay on track of studying. Oh, if I was doing it by myself, like I would just,
1: that's why I failed the MPRE. <laughs> it because like, I was just, I did not study. Like I have no, yeah. I don't have the drive to make myself like, I mean, I guess I kind of do, but like not really. So yeah. yeah.
2: No, it's hard. That's totally fair. Going off of that, actually not having the drive. People did ask what you do when you're not motivated to like study. So we'll yeah. kind of like, jump into that here.
1: I personally have a big philosophy that like if you are having a day like where you feel like you can't study and you don't want to study even if like you're really behind already I just like will not study because I've learned this the hard way for me especially like 1L like when I would get really behind or like not Mm -hmm. even behind but like if I had a day where I felt really overwhelmed and tried to make myself read I would never end up like I would either just not soak anything in and just like skim and like mindlessly flip the pages and take no notes and pretend I read or I would like read like two pages until I literally like felt like I was going to have a full mental breakdown and then I would like start crying and then just like try to take a break but I would feel guilty for taking a break so like my thing now is like when I don't feel motivated I will like give myself I mean if I don't have a full day I'll give myself like I'll say okay for an hour and a half you can like lay down and like watch like YouTube videos or something. Um, but I think when I really like can't do that, if there are times that I can't do that, what really helps me is just doing like Pomodoro method kind of things like studying for, I usually do like 40 minutes on and then I'll do like a timed, I do timed breaks too, because if you don't time your breaks, or at least if I don't time my breaks, it'll be like 40 minutes later and then I'm like, okay, so I will time my breaks too. And I like listening to study music, um, on like YouTube. I was like, look up playlists. And that really helps me like get focus too.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I like the Pomodoro style thing too. Yeah. Um, but definitely I agree if you cannot, like, if you're not actually absorbing it, you have to take some sort of break no matter how long it is. A hundred percent. Or you're not going to learn it anyway. So it's just no. a waste of your time and you're stressed about not learning it.
1: Exactly. So there's just no point.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I love that you advocate for that because yeah. it's important. You got to give your brain a break. So actually back to the application cycle, people wanted to know how your application cycle was like, because I know like the one I applied in and what people are applying in this year, Yeah, it was like 10 times more applicants than any other year.
1: Really? So
2: that's super fun for us. But so people were wondering what your application cycle was like, and I guess how many schools you applied to kind of what your method was in apl- applications.
1: I feel like I have partially kind of blocked it out of my, my mind now, that's but terrible. Um, <laughs> terrible time. But I think I definitely I applied to probably 10 ish schools, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as like application process, like time between hearing back or like, I really don't. So I applied for mm-hmm. the school I go to now, because that's the one I wanted to go to most. Yeah. I applied early is it early admissions? Is that what it's called when you apply like early and if they accept you, like you?
2: Yeah, yeah. I think that's early admit or early decision.
1: Early decision, that's what it's called, early decision. Um, So I applied early decision and I heard back, it was actually really nerve wracking because I had been checking the application like every day. And I think that this was like two months after I'd applied because I applied Mm -hmm. in like November. I know you don't have to apply that early, but I think especially now if some people are applying, it definitely helps because there's like a certain where they'll stop looking at applications so I think yeah the you can apply the better but when I called my school because I looked at my application it was just gone and I was like what happened and like I was having a panic attack, yeah. and they were like oh we're actually reviewing it right now like well you'll hear back oh. in 30 minutes and I was like for that next 30 minutes <laughs> just panicking oh my God, because so I stressful. I had to like sit and wait and then I got in which was good but that was really stressful but I think yeah I found mm-hmm. out in Late December, early January, when I got in.
2: Oh, so. that's not bad at all. Yeah. Yeah, because I think this past year, like, I didn't hear back from some schools until like April. I heard back from one really? school after I had to put a deposit down somewhere.
1: Really? So that's
2: crazy. yeah. Yeah. That's so late. I know. I know I think it was just because of how many people applied so they had so many applications they were kind of holding to, yeah. to wait and see if people didn't put deposits down I believe so Got they could offer it. more seats yeah I don't know why they wouldn't just wait list instead of like
1: I know in limbo no that so, really that sucks so That really bizarre. I cannot imagine that's agonizing especially if it's like your top school that you're waiting for one of them was my top school <laughs> my god when did you apply did you also apply like in fall or
2: yeah I applied um honestly I got at least most of my applications out in November oh wow but, that is insane yeah it was I'll just name it it was NYU I didn't hear back until like the first week of May <laughs> oh my god it's like are you kidding that is me so bad yeah wow. so then at that point I was like I'm just not going there. I was like, yeah, I'm just yeah. like probably not getting in, but I don't know why they made us wait.
1: That's so bad. That's yeah. Yeah. Wow.
2: Yeah. Happier yours went better. <laughs>
1: yeah, I guess so. I got lucky, but
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's what a lot of people are dealing with now though, I think, because of the like boom in applications. hopefully yeah. no,
1: so. anyone going through that? I'm sorry, that sucks. Like that really yeah. sucks.
2: It does suck. <laughs> But that's okay. It is what it is. I'm in law school now. All the people applying now, you will be where you're meant to be. Exactly. 100%. Be Everything happens for a reason and you'll go to the place you're supposed to be. Yeah. So, any of you waiting to hear back now, stop worrying about it. You will hear back from everyone. It'll be good. Yeah. Just relax. Yes. It's just waiting and there's nothing you can do.
1: <laughs> Literally. That is <laughs> something I really struggle with, but that's very true. Yes.
2: Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, So that's like your whole application cycle, I guess. And yeah. I was going to ask how you picked your school. Um, do you want to talk a bit about that? Like, did you know you yeah. wanted to stay in New York? So
1: I definitely, so I was in school in Boston in undergrad, and I just felt like, I think Boston is like a great place to go to college undergrad because it's literally just like a city of college students, basically. But I started feeling very, like, I don't know, stuck there, I guess. So I knew, like, for sure I did not. Like, I knew I wanted to go to law school um, in New York. And Mm -hmm. I, like, looked like the way I chose my school was, like, it had, like, a certain program that, like, I really, like, was interested in as well. Um, So that, like, pushed me towards that school as well. And, like, also, like, of course, the crisis comes into it, too. And, like, who gives scholarships and who doesn't Mm -hmm. because... But I mean, no matter what, no of the scholarship, still in massive debt, but that is out of sight, out of mind right now. But later, yeah. problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, Yeah, I think just looking at like location, um, I know like my parents always tell me, like, you shouldn't look at location, you should just look at the school and the scholarship. But I do think like location's important mm-hmm. too. Well, I, especially law school is different because like if you're not practicing in the state, you should probably. Yeah go to law school in that state, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. Location was a big one for me. Maybe that's not for everyone, but for me, it was important.
2: Yeah. For me, it was a big one too. Like I only picked three cities to apply in yeah. New York, Boston, and DC, but I yeah. knew I ultimately wanted to be in New York if I got a yeah. good offer here. Um, and if you do want to practice in a specific state, you should go to law school in that state if you can. So yeah. I feel like for most people, it does come into play with law school more so than undergrad.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Um, Let's see. Okay. So let's just talk a bit, I guess, about law school in general. Now people want to know what your favorite thing is about it, your tips for making friends.
1: All right. So my favorite thing about law school, that is a hard one, especially in my burned out phase right now. Um, My favorite thing about law school, I guess I mean, like, it is weird like I definitely like I like say all the time and joke about how miserable I am is that a joke Mm -hmm. or not I mean like I am a bit miserable it makes (laughs) you pretty miserable but like also like when I look back on this time like I think like I will like weirdly like think fondly of it um
0: yeah
1: I think I I guess my favorite part about law school is probably like my friends and they Mm -hmm. like just make it And, like, there are some nice classes, and I think, like, I do, as much as I hate being stressed, I think I do kind of thrive in stress in a weird way. So I kind of like the stress a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as friends, uh, I got really lucky, kind of. So when I, like, went, it was the first, we had to, like, for, like, convocation, we had to go. It was the most awkward thing they ever made us do. They, like, put us all in a room. No one knew each other, and they, like, just made us mingle it was so uncomfortable. So, like, I went and mingled with, like, this one girl who seemed nice. And then, like, the next day, like, I thought we were going to sit next to each other. And, like, she didn't save me a seat. And it was really awkward. And then so, like, I, this other girl I had, like, met, like, later on in the mm-hmm. night. Um, she had an open seat. And it was next to her and this other guy. And I went and sat with them. And that was now Bianca and Zalán, who have been, like, my best friends ever since law school. That's um so sweet. Zolan, <laughs> yeah, it, like, worked out really well. Zalán, he we love him but he's very awkward the first thing he ever said to me was hi my name's long can I have your number and I was like that is really I, I mean I don't really want to give you my number but I gave him my number and <laughs> we have been like best friends since so it worked out well I got lucky and then we kind of joke now that like we like all like outsource more friends and like bring them into the group so it's like a group effort of making more friends
2: oh my god but, um
1: I got lucky. I did not get that lucky in undergrad making friends, but law school, I did get lucky making friends. I don't, yeah. but yeah.
2: That's so funny. I love that. that They were like some of the first people that you met. Yeah. That you're still friends with.
1: No, and we were on the same section. So like we yeah. got like really close 1L. Yeah, I was really lucky.
2: Yeah. No, I love that they do the sections in 1L just because no. I like can have those same friends in every class. Yeah. And, and I
1: then- think the way they do that, sorry to interrupt. I was No, gonna say, no, that's okay. I think the way they do, like the reason, like, maybe not the reason, but like the design of that like forces you. You've got to find at least one yeah. friend in your collection or someone you can tolerate, like to talk yes. to. Yes. You no? Know?
2: Yeah. Agreed. So. Otherwise, you'd just be like always sitting alone. Yeah,
1: exactly. Who are you
2: going to ask? Like, if you miss class, like who are you, yeah. you going to ask for? Exactly. Yeah. hundred percent. So, and then, plus, you have, like, kind of built-in study groups, too, because you're mm. in all the same classes. Yeah. So, if you, like, study together for one class, you can study mm-hmm. together for all of your classes. Exactly. It's perfect. Which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you said you're not, you said it seems like you're always stressed. People want to know if you actually are ever not stressed in law school. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I like, ask that. I I don't want
1: to scare people, and I think it's different for everyone, um, but I can't really name, like, a time that I'm ever not stressed, um, like, I think even when, like, even on, like, when we have, like, spring break, or, you know, like, spring break, or, like, Thanksgiving break, or winter break, mm-hmm. like, you're never, I, well, actually, winter break, I guess you can kind of relax, Yeah. like, spring break, and, like, it's not real, <laughs> you're not, not real, like, you're still reading, and, like, I think the thing is that like sucks from like being in law school and like what's hard mm-hmm. for me is like seeing my friends that aren't in law school like I feel so like bitterly jealous of like people who have weekends because you really like I mean if you manage time like you can have like time to do stuff on the weekends of course but there's never like you can't take a full entire weekend off I mean I did yeah. that last weekend actually and then I had a, the worst week ever last week because I was so behind in everything, but. I would say for the most part, I'm pretty stressed. It's supposed to chill out, 3L, but I think the reason I'm like more stressed now too is now I'm doing like TikTok and YouTube and school. So I think that's made yeah. it like more stressful. So maybe it does get less stressful. I don't know. But yeah, I would say I'm pretty stressed for the majority <laughs> of the time. Yeah. But yeah.
0: It's
2: kind of how it is in
0: law school. Yeah. Um, how do you kind of manage that then like how do you like manage to keep your mental health slightly sane while you're so stressed?
1: I think like the biggest thing for me is exercise. Like no matter if it's just like a little walk or like going Mm -hmm. and doing elliptical or doing yoga, like that is like my outlet. And I think it's so important to have an outlet. And for me it's Mm -hmm. like getting my stress out like on the elliptical or like going for like a long walk um that really helps me and also like I said earlier just like when I do feel like really 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 stressed like I just won't like I'll let myself take a break and this is like still hard for me to this day but I like try to like accept like I'm taking a break it's okay that I'm taking a break Mm -hmm. and like I'm going to relax right now and chill Mm -hmm. so I I guess like that's I allow myself like self-care time and like force myself to like do self-care I guess yeah force myself chill out,
0: yeah. yeah. Because you do have to like fully allow yourself. Be like, we're going to take this break. Because yeah, you can't be thinking about what you think you're supposed to be doing exactly. while you're relaxing, or you're not actually relaxing.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. And I will say too, like, I feel like I I'm making it sound too like I'm like always w- doing work, and that is not true at all. I've actually been really slacking this semester, but I think <laughs> the, the stress is almost more coming from the fact that I know I'm slacking. I- and, like, I have yeah. work to do and I'm just not doing it. But, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, oh, do you have a job lined up after school then? Or are you also, like, applying for jobs right now?
1: I don't have a job lined up right now. Okay. Um, I was talking, I actually talked to, like, a professor about this. Um, he was the first one I talked to about, like, social media at all. Because I, um, I was talking to him like, asking if he thinks it's, like, a bad idea to wait until after I get my bar results to apply and he was like as long as you can financially support yourself until then like yeah it's fine and I'm really really lucky that like thankful to all of my besties like on TikTok and YouTube I can financially support myself yeah. once law school ends so like during that time after the bar I'm just going to kind of like really focus on social media like even more mm-hmm. than I am now and save money and then like when my bar score gets back, I will, I mean, if I pass, <laughs> I'll apply to jobs. If I don't pass, then we will be studying for the bar again. So mm-hmm. I guess we'll see what happens then. But like, I'm going to wait until I get my bar results back to start applying.
0: No, that's really nice to not have to like worry about applying. Yeah. While you're also finishing school and studying for the bar. Yeah.
1: Yeah. A hundred
0: percent. I loved that with undergrad. I took a gap year. Did you take a gap year and go right through? I didn't.
1: I went straight okay. through, but yeah.
0: Yeah. I so I loved, yeah. I loved having that time off like between undergrad and law school. So I didn't have to do my law school application. Yeah. In school. That's
1: really nice. Yeah. That makes that- sense.
0: So this is like the same idea there. So you can just focus on the bar. Exactly. Worry about the job afterwards. So yeah. I love that for you. That's fantastic. That's yeah. Oh, just the last thing was people were wondering if you would recommend living alone in law school. You got a couple questions about that, what your thoughts are yeah. about living alone.
1: So I, I mean, I think it, it totally depends. There's a lot of benefits to living alone and a lot mm-hmm. of disadvantages as well. I mean, I think I will preface by saying that if it wasn't for my parents supporting me and helping me with my rent right now, I would not be able to be living alone. And I'm really, really thankful that they did that Mm -hmm. for me because that's like a huge privilege. And I would not be living alone um, Mm -hmm. without them, especially New York is so expensive. So I'm really, really grateful that I can live alone. And I think for me, it was important because I've had so many bad roommate experiences and I'm Mm -hmm. also just very, very type a if like anyone has noticed where i like i need everything like clean and perfect all the time like i can't i get really stressed over when it's messy and i've had so many i every single time i've lived with like a lot of roommates i lived in a house of like five girls who had like three of them had their boyfriends living with them it was always so messy oh and like it was kind of just me cleaning up after eight people all the time yeah. like, when you live in a messy place with like messy roommates like, it's kind of like, if you're the clean one, like you're kind of just going to be cleaning up after everyone else, like all the time. So that was fun. So that was like a big factor for me, I think. Um, and just also, I feel like I've had if roommates who, especially if they like, were not in law school and you're living with someone who's not in law school, who like doesn't understand, like you need quiet time. Sometimes I think that would be really hard for me Mm -hmm. but I mean there are obviously like disadvantages like it is obviously way cheaper to live with roommates and Mm -hmm. you don't I don't really get that lonely living alone anymore I think in the very beginning I did yeah um but I think having maybe like if you live with another law student it could be nice because you'd have Mm -hmm. someone there who could relate to you and I think sometimes when I'm stressed like I definitely do maybe isolate myself a little bit so Mm -hmm. I think having a roommate who like got what you were going through could be nice too yeah
0: yeah, yeah. that totally makes sense um and yeah, it definitely is expensive yeah <laughs> it's expensive. expensive yeah I have two roommates and one of them is in law school with me okay so it's kind of nice. nice it's really nice because then we can study together and we actually have our first class together this semester oh so nice so every single day our first class of the day is together so yeah. she gets me out the door on time because otherwise I wait for everything. That's so cute. So, yeah. So it's really nice to like have us to keep each other accountable. But, um, and then our other roommate isn't in law school, but I think if it was just me living with the one roommate that's not in law school, I feel like that wouldn't work out well
2: because we would
0: just kind of be doing totally different things, but because Mm -hmm. two of us are in it and one isn't, it's kind of nice that it's like we have law school and she can see that then because it's both of us. Yeah, but then she also keeps us in touch with the rest of the world. Yeah, so (laughs) So we don't totally drown. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's nice.
0: Yeah, yeah. So definitely, there's advantages and disadvantages to both. Because sometimes I agree, I do wish it was just me. Because then I'm like, oh, I cleaned and it won't get messy again now until I make a mess. Exactly. Yeah. Or like when I need it quiet, it is quiet because I'm the only one here. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, perks to both. Yeah, just I guess it just depends on people's preference whether yeah. you have like a study buddy living with you, yeah, or definitely. you like your alone time. And I thought yeah. that would depend too, like you're more introverted or extroverted,
1: yeah, definitely.
0: Okay, well, that is it for law school questions. So we've got some fun questions that people sent in for okay. you. I'm excited, so, yeah. So the first one is simply what you're favorite guilty pleasure food is after a long day my favorite guilty this is controversial like very
1: controversial especially because I live in New York but I will stand by it my favorite guilty pleasure food and I will never take this back DiGiorno (laughs) stuffed crust pizza the DiGiorno four cheese stuffed crust pizza is the best thing (laughs) there is something about DiGiorno I, they now make personal ones too. If I don't feel like I want to do mm-hmm. a full one. So I do, mm-hmm. sometimes I'll go full. Sometimes I'll go <laughs> mini, but that is my guilty pleasure. And then I pour like pepperoncini, like juice over it. It's the oh, best that thing that in the entire that world. That, that is my that guilty pleasure. Favorite thing. Or I'll order from Colexico. I'll get a burrito from there. Those are like oh, my two. things.
0: Like, nice. I knew you were going to say the Jornos. I've seen it in your <laughs> TikToks.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> good. <They're> the best. <laughs>
0: Yes, and when you started with it's going to be controversial because of New York. I was like, she's about to say DiGiorno's. I know, and I know people are going to disagree, but yeah. I, I love DiGiorno. I will stand by there for the rest of my life. DiGiorno is really good. I'm not going to get mad at you about it because I'm not even from New York, so I don't think I'm allowed yeah. to like stand on that ground. Safe space here, yeah. Safe space here. You can love your DiGiorno's. Yeah, perfect. Okay. And then some people wanted to know, where did
1: you get Cleo and Luna from? So I got Cleo and Luna. It was a sad and happy story. So my first cat I ever got, I like when I was a sophomore in college in Boston, I went to go get a kitten and I went to this shelter and saw this 12 year old cat and their name squirt. And I like literally left the shelter and then I like went Mm -hmm. back in. Cause I like, was like, no one's going to adopt her. And she seemed, yeah. she actually did not seem friendly, she, but she was just so scared. So I took her home and she was like the most special kitty I've ever had. I changed Aww. her name to Bertie Bella. Cause like she'd had the name Squirt for 12 years. was like, I can't totally change it. We just yeah. modified her name a bit. Mm-hmm. But then she passed away right before law school started. And I was like, I don't, I didn't really feel ready to get two cats yet. But I knew like I wanted to get two because of law school. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was like moving to New York by myself was going to be my first time living alone. So I was like, I definitely don't want to have it just be me. And my mom sent me a link at a shelter of Luna and Luna's sister. So I like zoomed over to pick them up. And when I got there, like I was going to get Luna and her sister who were in the same cage. And then I was like walking around while I was like waiting for paperwork, I think. And I saw Cleo and she reminded me so much of my cat that had just passed away. And she stuck her mm-hmm. paw out through the cage and started purring at me. Oh, and so I was, I was like, I cannot leave this woman. Yeah. So then this is like my lowest, I think the lowest thing I've ever done. I took Cleo and I took Luna and I left Luna's sister and I felt so guilty about it. And so because so I wouldn't live a guilt for the rest of my life, my parents ended up adopting Luna's sister a week later because I literally was like, I could not even, I was about to go get back and get her and have three cats. So I was like, what is wrong with me? So Luna's biological sister now lives at my parents' house mm-hmm. and um, Cleo and Luna. Cleo ended up having parasites the shelter didn't get rid of that took oh. six months to get rid of because she gave them to Luna and I had to bathe them every time they used the litter box and bleach their litter box twice a day for six oh. months it was a nightmare but it was worth it but um yeah oh
0: my god
1: it was a nightmare
0: that definitely is a nightmare my yeah my parents like we have cats at my parents house and three of them were kittens that we rescued, like from our driveway. They, their mom, oh, like brought cool. them to our driveway. We have a place. They really like, under the wood. And so we kept them. Um, we gave the mom to the shelter, and she got adopted like right away. But she was only like a year old, so she's still yeah. young. Um, But I don't know if you know this, but once cats have kittens, after a certain amount of time, they want nothing to do with the kittens anymore, and they start really? like, hating them. Yeah, they become no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whoa. so we kept the kittens and we gave the mom away we didn't want to but our dad didn't want all of them so we were like yeah. let's keep the kittens yeah um, and they also ended up having like parasites for a bit and fleas so oh, my mom and my sister had to give them like a flea bath and they got so many cuts on them from it
1: oh god yeah I giving cleveland and oh. baths was like a nightmare but like yeah. it's so hard getting rid of parasites with cats because they lick each other like if you have two yes. cats who have them like mm-hmm. they will lick each other and like reinfect themselves immediately <laughs> so yeah
0: it's a nightmare yeah. it's like my dog had a parasite after when I brought her to New York when I was looking for apartments oh, she picked up a parasite in New York she had giardia, fun. um fun. and I was living with my parents for my year off and yeah. they have a dog as well So then every time she went to the bathroom outside, my mom would have to like water down that part of the yard Uh, because mm -hmm. otherwise, like if Penny went and sniffed it, then she she would would get it. She would get it too. So, um, so much fun. (laughs) Yep. So fun. Yeah. Did you want two cats though? So they could entertain themselves. Is that why you wanted two of them?
1: yeah just because I
0: knew so with Squirty
1: Bella I like did not get another cat with her because she was a um very timid woman who
0: just yeah, wanted to, she was a senior she was yeah lady.
1: she was she was an old lady who just. she was ready for her like retirement phase chill phase she yeah. did not want anyone else around but like <laughs> I knew like getting kittens like I being away f- at school all the time like I would just feel so bad leaving like when I did have one cat I felt so bad leaving her when I go to school so like Mm-hmm. Even now, like I'm away for the weekend and like I feel terrible and like I almost cry. I do cry when I leave them because I feel Aww. so bad. But like I know they're fine because like they have yeah. each other. So like I, yeah. I just saw them on the pet cube sitting next to each other earlier today. And I was like, okay, that's good. That's so cute. So, I love
0: yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I feel bad when I leave my dog to go to school. Yeah. Thankfully, that's... my schedule is not like too bad this semester. So she's only alone for like five hours a day. That's good. Yeah, Yeah. I still feel bad every time. I know it's the worst because you can't tell them like, hey, I'll be home in a few hours. Yeah. So I, I also got a pet camera recently for her so I can watch her when I'm gone. And I can talk through it. But I talked through Mm -hmm. it one day. And she was so confused. I know they get so confused. Yeah. That's what
1: Luna, like it's really she I don't think she really gets it. And so when I talk to it th- through, I have like, like always recording. So I'll like go back through the recordings and I'll see Luna like periodically just like looking into the camera during the She's day. Looking she for knows, you like, voice goes, but she doesn't like get what it is. It's so sad.
0: Oh my god, that's so sad, but so cute at the same time. She's like looking for your voice. I know it's so sad. Oh my god, animals are so sweet. I know. I could not live without them i
1: know me neither
0: no i like i got my dog for law school so similar to how you were like i'm getting two cats for law school i was like i need a pet like i'm not i don't think i would yeah i don't think you
1: can make it i don't know how people without pets make it yeah like having like it is literally like such a comfort to have like a little comfy thing to come home to that's cute
0: Yeah, 100%. I don't think my roommate would be, like, sane at all if I didn't have my dog. She was so excited when she found out I was bringing my dog. Yeah, she was like, you're bringing a dog, and I don't have to take care of it, but I get to play with it. Yeah, that is the dream. That is the dream. Yeah, that's the dream, and my roommates are living the dream
1: (laughs) Yeah, that is nice. I actually, I live with roommates once who had a dog and I didn't have to like, actually, I would take it out sometimes for fun, but like didn't have the responsibility. That's all my
0: roommate
1: is, yeah. Yeah, that's the best. It really is
0: the best. That's why I was in undergrad too. One of my roommates senior year had a dog, and I would just get to take her for little walks sometimes. Yeah, it was so fun. But like, yeah. you,
1: not when you have to like do it at like six in the morning or seven in the morning, exactly.
0: But like middle of the day to take like a yeah. break from studying, so my roommates at class, I was like, oh yeah, I'll take her for a stroll. Yeah, exactly. It's the best. It's the best. Yeah, so definitely recommend getting pets for people in law yeah. school.
1: Hundred cats are
0: easier, but if you want to be forced into walks, which is what yeah. I wanted. I wanted to be forced to go outside. Then yeah,
1: so, that is, smart. that's smart. Yeah.
0: So yeah. it depends what your purpose for the pet is. If you just want cuddles, cats cats are great. Are good. Yeah, cats are good. But if you want forced exercise, get it on Absolutely. <laughs> 100%. Yes. Okay. And then people wanted to know, are you vegetarian or are you vegan? Or are you I'm vegetarian. One? Okay.
1: I, I could not go vegan. I don't think I love cheese um but I've been vegetarian my parents were both vegetarian when I was born so I like okay. kind of just I've never had meat so for yeah. me it's very normal but like I've grown up eating cheese and
0: mm-hmm.
1: eggs and I I couldn't go I I love DiGiorno I couldn't yeah. have stuff's crust if I was vegan and that would be too much. That would push me over the edge. So I know
0: the people should have known. They shouldn't have even asked if you were exactly vegan. You love yeah. your dijonos and your exactly. bagels and cream cheese. That's, that's <laughs> very
1: true. Very. That's another big thing
0: for me. Bagels with cream
1: cheese. Yeah. yeah. So I totally
0: it. agree. Um, I'm pescatarian right now. I've gone vegetarian quite a few times, but I just like it's so hard for me. I'm like because I wasn't like I didn't grow up in a vegetarian yeah. family. I mm-hmm. just did it for my own personal reasons and preferences. So it's hard for me to like figure out how to be like completely vegetarian without like having grown up with those meals. I think
1: that would be so hard. Like I wouldn't know how to go vegan right now, nor could I. Oh
0: my God. I can. I like cheese so much too.
1: Yeah. Same. So I think when you haven't done it, like, that's why I feel like people are like, that must be so hard, but I'm like, I just, I don't know the difference, but like I, I I had grown up eating meat. I'm sure it'd be really hard because you have to figure everything Mm -hmm. out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't love meat anyway. But I just find it hard to like put a full meal together sometimes without a protein. Yeah. So that's yeah. why now I'm pescatarian. I'm like, it's a step in the right direction. Yeah,
1: that's true. My parents are pescatarian. So yeah. I've never had fish. But for some, I don't know how I never had fish, even though they've been pescatarian. Yeah. I was born. But yeah, they're,
0: maybe these little right. kids don't like the smell of fish. Yeah. That's you probably didn't want to eat it. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's actually probably true. Yeah.
0: So I'm pescatarian. So I get that. I could not go without the cheese the oh, that's so tough it's easy to do the meat i feel like if you're not a big yeah. fan of meat but and
1: i like so many substitutes now too i mean i'm yeah. sure they're not the same but like at least there's something
0: honestly i'll say they're pretty good as somebody that's really? in the substitutes and you say eat meat yeah on, some of them are like really really close to okay realistic so yeah it's doable but they can be expensive So I think that's the turn away. That's very
1: true. like
0: meat but want to switch over.
1: Yeah. Um, Like buy Chloe is so expensive.
0: Yeah. And like the beyond meat stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That
0: stuff's really expensive too. So Mm -hmm. one day my goal though, when I am a rich lawyer.
1: (laughs) Yes, exactly.
0: (laughs) I will go full vegetarian because I can afford all of the meat stuff. That is very true. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So we have your eating habits. People wanted to know. Yes. That's such a funny question. No, yeah, that is fun. <laughs> like, it's so random but fun. Yeah. Okay, we have another fun one. Where have you traveled? If you could travel anywhere overseas, where would it be? Or, like, what's your favorite place that you've been Then, if you have been overseas? I think,
1: I mean, I don't know. I, I can't think of a place, like, off the top of my head where I'm dying to go. I think there's so many. I think... Mm-hmm. My favorite place that I've traveled, my dad and I every November, except I guess for the past like two, three November two November Mm -hmm. because of COVID. Uh we always go down to Costa Rica to go surfing every November because that's when the surfing is the best. So that's like always that's my favorite place to go just because it's like a special fun time and um I love it there. So I think that's my favorite place. I don't know where I would pick to go. I don't like, I don't know. I have this new thing. Law schools made me really scared of planes. I've I've flown my whole life and never had a problem with them. It's so weird. But like all of a sudden I've gotten like really like well, it was actually my last plane I was on was a flight home from Costa Rica. And it was right before one-all finals, and I had a panic attack on the plane for my first time ever. And now I'm like, I'm flying in two weeks to California to go skiing and yeah. I am, like, so scared to get on a plane again, which is... But I think, like, the reason I can't think of where I want to go is because I'm, like, not in bombs of flights. But, yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that's so interesting because I was actually talking to someone else recently, and they were telling me how they were never scared of planes but the past yeah. two years, like, since COVID. And yeah. she's also in law school, so I guess COVID and law school. She's I... now become afraid of planes.
1: Okay, I swear it is a law school thing because I have... I think I have four friends in law school who... Never had a problem flying and all of them are terrified of it now. That's like, that's a good amount of people that I know at specifically my school. Now there's five people I know of. It's a weird, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I wonder though, if it also is like kind of crossover with COVID though, because like when you started law school, your first year would have been in person or like most of your first year, like the end of it was remote. Mm
2: -hmm. So I
0: wonder if also it just does have to do with COVID kind of not used to flying as much. I
1: guess that could be it too. I think for me though, it started before COVID. um, Yeah, because I I I just got this weird claustrophobia in law school. I don't know what happened, but I think it's like a common thing. But yeah, I'm sure COVID probably plays a factor now too. Definitely.
0: Yeah, I've always been afraid of planes, so it's the same for me now. Well, at least like
1: (laughs) (laughs) at least you're used to it. I guess is is the bright side.
0: Yeah, I got used to flying a bit more in undergrad because I went to school in San Diego. Okay. So you had to So, fly. so I yeah. had to go back and forth because I'm from like Southern New Hampshire, the Boston area. I'm like 40 minutes okay. outside of Boston. Yeah. So every time I'd want to come see my family, I'd have yeah. to fly. But then yeah. COVID hit and I didn't get on a plane for a year until they held my graduation year Younger. later. And I'm like, yeah. I hate them again now. Yeah, so, no, that's, uh,
1: I am so nervous. I feel like the second the plane leaves, like the Gate. I'm gonna be like, turn this plane around. I need to get off. But I like got prescribed a little anxiety. Med- I, th- I went to the doctor and they like gave me like three Ativan for my like yeah. fourth flight. So I'm hoping that like yeah, me out a little bit. But of yeah. course, not even reading that Ativan can have adverse effects. And I'm like, oh my god. But I'm just not gonna think about it. Oh my goodness. So, yeah. Okay.
0: Going off of that, then actually, people ask how you manage your anxiety and your panic attacks. So
1: we'll so, get into it. I, yeah, that's a, that's a great segue. Um, okay, first of all, I will start by saying, like, I've had OCD my whole life, 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I can think back to, like, I never realized this was OCD, but like, when I was like six, I would like think whenever you drove by a police car, I would think, like, you have to think in your head, I love police, so you get arrested. So, like, I think yeah. that was definitely OCD. But then I never had panic attacks until law school. My first panic attack was in, um, what was it? Civil procedure. My first panic attack. Oh, cause her in cold class? Calls. Yeah. Cause her cold calls were so intense and I was so scared of them. They were like an hour long and like, I didn't get Civ Pro. Like it did not make sense to me until the very end. So that's when I had my first panic attack. But I think what's really helped me now that I've become like an expert on panic attacks, thanks to law yes. school. Um, <laughs> is I always carry like when I go to school, I always have like peppermints or like some sour candy in your backpack because like the Mm -hmm. taste can like distract your brain. Like the I've seen that
0: tip. The sour yeah,
1: it really. I always like used to have a bag of sour Skittles in um, my bag, which everyone make fun of me for. But you pop a few sour Skittles, and it really does chill you It brings you you
0: back. Yeah,
1: yeah, and also this was like a a weird one, but I feel like I um I like researched like and read a lot about, like, why you have panic attacks, and I think, Mm -hmm. like, understanding, like, it's just, like, your body having, like, an inappropriate response, and, like, releasing certain Mm -hmm. hormones, is it hormones, adrenaline, whatever it releases, I don't know, yeah, (laughs) I hate science, so we're not going to get into the science behind it, but, like, (laughs) the general idea of why it happens, like, now, when I feel a panic attack coming on, I'm, like, okay, this is just my brain thinking we're in danger, but we're not, so my brain's confused, and actually, everything is fine, and I, like, tell myself, like, this is just a chemical reaction, maybe. Yeah. I don't know if that's correct. But, like, it's something happening in my brain that's that yeah. like, I can stop. So I've been able to, like, halt a lot of panic attacks by kind of just, like, telling myself, this is a panic attack. You know it's a panic attack. Yeah. And you can stop it. So that's helped me, too. But I definitely probably... Should I've had therapists in the past, and I think I definitely mm-hmm. should get one again because my anxiety's been like skyrocketing lately. So yeah.
0: <laughs> definitely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so
1: I think their therapy is good, but yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm in therapy right now, and my therapist. Um, I've been with her since like June now, last June, and she actually yeah. explained the science behind panic attacks yeah. to me because I, think- I I was having that problem too for like. All of last year, just, I never had panic attacks either. Like, it's so weird. And then you it's have crazy. one and you're like, what and is And then that? they just the keep going on. on. Yeah. The first yeah. one is so scary. I was like, I'm dying of a heart attack.
1: Yep. And like, then like when you have a panic attack somewhere, then then you're like, you associate it with that. Like I was like yeah. first year, I would like cry every day before school. Cause I was like, I'm gonna have a panic attack when I get to yeah. school. It was like so bad. Cause like, once you have it, like in a certain spot, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, this is where I have panic attacks now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, honestly, and they can happen in the same place a lot of the time because I kept having like panic attacks at work oh, and yes, then I no. would just sit there. I never had, so like pan, for people that don't know, panic attacks come in like different shapes and forms. Yeah. So I never had the ones that would make me look like I was having a full bone oh, yes, meltdown. Same. I was like the internal panic attack. That's how I, I, was, like, I, I was like, I am having a heart attack right now and I am going to die. So that I really would just be sitting at work staring at my computer being like <laughs> that's
1: exactly how I am too and it got to a point where like because uh, my friends would never know what was happening so I'd like text them on the computer from the yeah, exactly. and be like having a panic attack again and I would just pull up webkins, actually my 1L year I did not I pay attention in class at all I would just play webkins because I was like if I pay attention we're gonna have panic attack." but no I'm the same way like you can never tell I'm like just sitting there like yeah. nothing's wrong but yeah
0: mm mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. wild but it's so crazy how they can just start and then I like because oh. growing up like like you said looking back like I can see like oh I was definitely an anxious child like I 100% of yeah. anxiety now I learned I also have ADHD that was undiagnosed I feel like and I have
1: ADHD too I've, I really do but well, I've never been diagnosed you might.
0: I thought yeah. I had OCD and yeah. I do have my therapist said I have anxiety with OCD tendencies so I have like some okay. things that lean and speak OCD film <laughs> which is numerous. very fun yeah but um then I learned that a lot of the things that I thought were like just me having like anxiety and OCD specifically yeah. are like because of my ADHD the really? way that it like yeah the way that it being like untreated not knowing it existed like was making my brain work so um yeah that was super interesting to find out but yeah crazy Weird. how when you yeah. learn about your mental health problems I know you can get
1: better <laughs> I know mine is all about I I know I've been told very by, by many therapists that I and the reason I have raging OCD is because I am a control freak and I'm very aware of that and I think yeah. that's pretty clear but yeah. the, uh, I'll never change my I I, <laughs> I want to control everything all the time and you just I'm the
0: same it. way and it's just, it's like tough and it's just like how your brain is and that's exactly. just like you've always been and there's nothing you can do yep. about it
1: yeah I know it sucks but whatever yeah, yeah.
0: whatever but yep. definitely therapy helps so definitely
1: definitely helps 100
0: definitely, definitely yeah. recommend therapy also if you need medication not a bad thing people no, not at all <laughs> I'm listening
1: I think I'm about to go back on some because my anxiety has been like yeah not not great lately so I think 100 percent nothing wrong with going yeah. on you need them
0: no it helps so much my life has been so much better since I got on my like anti-anxiety med I'm just like vibing out most of the time now I'm like wow I I was only in the past but I'm like maybe I should go back that sounds nice (laughs) yeah Yeah. seriously and when I wasn't on it I was like medication can't do anything for me I'll have panic attacks forever and I started taking it really it's just crazy feeling inspired yeah I hope yeah. I did inspire you. You really did. So.
1: <laughs> you can do it again, for sure.
0: Yeah. Never hurts to try. And you've done it before, too. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's not as scary then. I you know I was, like, terrified to, like, mm-hmm. start medication. But once you've yeah. done it, once you kind of, like, know how it affects yeah. you.
1: It's not a big deal at all. Yeah. It just yeah. makes feel better. That's, like, the only yeah.
0: thing. there are I other just- it like, yeah. yeah, It like, you can have like some side effects, but then you probably yeah. need to be on a different one. Um, yeah. But it mostly for people that don't know, mostly like, um, anti-anxiety meds, it's generally you go on an antidepressant, it's an SSRI yeah. and it just like raises your serotonin level. So it's just like bringing you more level to more, like your brain should be serotonin wise. <laughs> Cause so, it's really,
1: it's just a chemical imbalance in your yeah. brain. All You're just lacking on. a
0: little serotonin and it just, yeah. you get a little boost. <laughs> exactly. Which is nice. Everyone needs a little yeah. here and there. Yeah. Everybody needs so, a little boost. Yeah. Okay. We'll do a couple more fun questions and then we'll wrap up with our two segments. But we'll end on okay. a little fun note. All right. So we have, we're actually, we'll, we'll do one advice question. Somebody wants advice for you. They okay. ask if you have any advice for getting over a breakup.
1: Okay. I am the queen of breakups. I swear. Okay. I I think I've only broken up with someone once all other times been broken up with and control freak over here. I hate change. And I do not like anything that's out of my control and being broken up with is out of your control. And like all of them were devastating. Cause like I was convinced I was going to marry like every single person who's broken up with me. Actually the last person who broke up with me, I was like, uh, he literally told me he was going to like propose to me like the night before he broke up with me. He said he was going to propose to me like a month later. He was like, I'm thinking about doing this. And then he, yeah. Anyway. So I did not take that well. That was my first semester of law school too. That was really great. So messed up him. It was, he was a terrible person, but, um, I, I think like my biggest thing and I stand by this because I have done it the wrong way a lot of times. And I'm finally like learned to do it the right way. I think The no contact rule is so important and it's so hard because I've been in so many breakups where they always end the breakup and they're like, if you ever need anyone to talk to, like I'm still here for you. And then you like keep talking, but like don't keep talking, it will just like stop you from getting over them. And I feel like Yeah, a lot of times like you hold hope that you're gonna get back together. But if someone's breaking up with you, if they decide like if someone breaks up with you, then like, you don't want to get back together with them. I, in my opinion, unless it's for like yeah. a valid, like, r- I don't know. I, that's at yeah. least my philosophy. Yeah. I like, maybe
0: like- if they were moving or something. like Yeah. Like-
1: but like, if it's just like, they just- need space or something like the typical thing, yeah. I think that's just like, I don't like that. So I think, instead of holding on to hope, just like accept it. I think that's like the big thing and block them and don't talk to them, like block them on all social media. I know there's been times I don't want to block them on Instagram because I want them to see my story, but every ex that has ever broken up with me has made like a different account to see my Instagram. So they'll still see your stories. No way. block them? Yeah. Maybe I've just dated people who
2: are oh a bit, God, they're
1: obsessed with you. <laughs> yeah. I've had uh, every single ex has actually ended up coming back and talking to me later so it's the no contact rule really makes them regret it eventually if you do want regret for that should not be your main goal but I also think like the the hardest thing for me at least is I always feel so alone and like I feel like I'm the only one going through it so I always like will watch YouTube videos of like other people like doing breakup story times because for me at least it really helps yeah because you can see other people like talking about their breakups and like relate to them and like see that like they got over it or so not even if they got over it but like someone else is going through it and like you're not yeah. the only one going through it because I think it really does sometimes feel like you're the only one going yeah. through it um yeah. and then I think just like making sure like you do force yourself to like going for a walk like doing some kind of exercise. like, like forces like serotonin like that really yes. helps too
0: serotonin is
1: so important yeah <laughs> very important so anything and obviously like I was talking about this like earlier on TikTok I think but like I think the advice to hang out with friends is like super good advice but I know for me that always made me feel really bad because I feel like I definitely have been in a lot of toxic relationships where I come out with like no friends so like oh no like, I, I, yeah. So I feel like there's been times where I feel like I don't have that many friends. Uh, I mean, luckily my best friend has always been there, but I feel like
0: what a best friend is for.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. But there's like, I, I think finding other ways to like, I think finding ways that you're okay to be by yourself to like, not just relying on friends. I think like finding yeah. things, like doing things by yourself and like planning, like fun little trips and stuff to do on your yeah. own can really help mm-hmm. too. So yeah. that's my advice. I, I think I, I covered everything. I yeah. love that.
0: I think that was great advice. Like hanging out with friends can be good, but you do need to, like, part of the breakup is you, like, learning to be on your own again.
1: 100%. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah.
1: And I guess my last thing, too, sorry, is that you should, like, try this is what got me through my last one is like, every single breakup usually leads to some sort of blow up. Like, I feel like I would be like, yeah. Thirty stages behind in life. If I had like, if I was still together with like my boyfriend, like five boyfriends down the line, like I would like be in such a different place in my life. So you kind of have to like think of it as like an exciting new chapter, which is really hard to do. But if you can force yeah. your brain to think like this is going to lead me to something better, because it will. Like that yeah. really way of thinking helps too.
0: Yeah. But, yeah. Beautifully said. I loved it. Thank you. Thank You're you. Welcome. <laughs> So I'd like, we're actually going to do one more advice question. Okay. I think this will be a quicker one. Somebody wants to know how you deal with like self-esteem body image issues and like not comparing yourself to other people.
1: Yeah, no, hundred um, percent. I definitely struggle with that, especially because I think as most people can say, I gained a little bit of weight over quarantine and like still, did. <laughs> yep which is totally fine. And I think like, there isn't like your body's always going to fluctuate and I don't mm-hmm. think there's anything wrong with that, but it definitely is hard. Like when I look at pictures of myself, like two years ago, I'm like, wow. But like, I think what helps me is like, I focus more on like how I feel now, rather than like exactly what I look like. And like, I definitely in high school, I feel like I was so restrictive and like, just kind of miserable, like actually Mm -hmm. miserable. And like, if I like weigh a little more and don't have like the world's most perfect body, but like, I'm happy. I think like that's more important. And like Mm the Giorno pizza circling back again, like that makes me so happy. So like, that's, I I think it's more like just about, I focus on how I feel now more and like, try not to compare yourself to others because like everyone facetunes on Instagram, everyone edits their bodies on Instagram. Like you can't, I don't know, and even if they're not like everyone is perfect in their own. Like it's cheesy, but it really like you have your own body shape and your own. You just can't compare yourself to other people because everyone has a different body type. And
0: yeah, no, so true. Like everybody has a different natural body shape. Like if we all ate like the same amount of calories, like we would, we would all be different shapes and sizes. Yeah, exactly. it's, It's like very genetic, and like you can't compare yourself. Like. The Kardashians are an extreme, but mm. yeah. <laughs> don't like compare yourselves to their body types. And like some of them have done like plastic surgery and stuff. So, like, yeah. you also just don't know. Yeah. Like, looking at someone, you don't know if they have had like plastic surgery. Like, maybe their butt's even fake. You don't yeah. know. Maybe it's not exactly. like actually attainable yeah. by someone that, that like, hasn't had plastic surgery.
1: I think that's what's made it so hard, too. Is like, I do love watching the Kardashians, but I think like a mm-hmm. huge problem I have is just like, so like I just wish they would just like say like there's nothing wrong with getting plastic surgery yeah. but when you don't say you've had it and you make people think that like that's puberty that made you mature It's hurting the like body. younger yeah
0: ages. yeah no I totally yeah. agree I have no problem if you want to get plastic surgery like it's your body get plastic surgery if you want if you want bigger boobs get them if you exactly. want a bigger butt get them yeah. but just be honest about it so exactly. that it's not like harming teenagers and like middle schoolers views of like what they should look like oh and like so what I is it
1: actually it. Like you said like attainable like because that does yeah. make you like you said that it's attainable and it's literally yeah.
0: not And it's not attainable like they paid a lot yeah. of money to do that which is fine yeah. but you're not going to get that without paying a lot of money for it then. <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah I agree yeah I love the, um, the people on TikTok and Instagram that will post pictures that are like this is what my photos look like edited yeah. And then this is what I it looks those. like when I like relax my body um,
1: yeah.
0: or like I follow this girl named Clara on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen her. I think her at is like Clara and herself. I'm not and sure. Actually, she's, in- she's recovered from an
1: eating disorder. She have like kind of short brown hair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know who you're talking
0: yeah. about. Yeah. So she has short brown hair and she'll post pictures or videos sorry before and after she eats yeah
1: I love those I have seen her I love and those videos. I love those
0: and they're just so sweet I'm like that's just like that's such so a comforting. great thing to put out there yeah especially like I have a sister that's 13 so mm. um and like I can see in her when she's like oh like I shouldn't eat more and I'm like no like if yeah. you want to eat like just you eat. should yeah so I love that we have people out there like putting things like that now because like it is so many people my sister's age on TikTok TikTok, what they're growing up with.
1: Yeah, I so, that. Yeah, I couldn't so, imagine.
0: Yeah, so definitely, there's like great people to follow. Like to that question that the person had for you, there's great people to follow on TikTok that will help, like, yeah, get that in your brain that it's more about like eating what makes you happy than like yeah. how you look. It's more about
1: that. Hundred percent, I agree. <laughs> I agree.
0: Yeah. Yes. Okay, that was some great advice you had there. <laughs> Yeah. So we'll just do two more fun questions. Okay. And then we will do the, um, two quick segments. So Um,
2: you'd like to know
0: your favorite clothing stores to shop at. That's like a
1: hard one. I feel like I don't really have any, I mean, I guess I love, well, I love Aritzia, but I feel like I haven't like the past few times I went to shop there. I haven't really loved anything, but I guess Aritzia, I like Revolve because there's like just so many different things and you can use, mm-hmm. I think it's like the discount code candy. Like it always works to get 10% off. Oh which my God, is no way. <laughs> I always use that. Um, and what else do I shop? I don't know. I feel like, I, I guess it's mainly probably Revolve, Aritzia and I don't know. I can't really, I can't think right now. I guess those are probably the big two.
0: Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. And then last final question. What YouTube channels do you like to watch? Other uh, than yourself, of course. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm watching myself all the time. All the time. <laughs> so,
1: I love Bailey Sarian. Um and I love Kendall Ray. They're both like true crime. Um okay. I love like yeah, I love listening to like story times, but like mm-hmm. Especially true crime, I love so I like will always listen to them on like a drive or like when I'm like on the yeah. electrical or something. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think th- those would be like my top two YouTubers who I love. Okay, love yeah.
0: it and then last question How do you do everything with so much ease that people want some- to know? It's just, just a lifestyle.
1: You've just got it's it's a mentality, like I said, it's a perspective. I choose I choose to believe I'm doing everything with ease, and, and mm-hmm. in turn, I do everything with ease. It's just it's a lifestyle.
0: I love, it's a lifestyle. Yeah. That is a great answer. Yeah. Okay, that was amazing. <laughs> so we're going to do our two little segments that you all know about. So. Mm-hmm. Hmm we'll do that how to be a better person one first so we can end on new york note so do you have a tip for the people today so i
1: think my tip of how to be a better person is i think a cause that is like a really good thing to donate to if you can Mm -hmm. is equal justice initiative i love them and um i think that that is a great cause to put money towards but i think even just um more new york related i guess i always like make sure like whenever i'm like walking home or something i will always like if there's someone like on the street who like can't afford a meal or something like going in and like grabbing someone like a food like some food that they want and yeah. water that's like a really easy mm-hmm. way to like kind of pay it forward and like give back to like people and the community i love
0: that that's so sweet go inside and go buy them something my roommate told me that she bought Chick-fil-A for a homeless man one day. He said, Hey, I just really want a Chick-fil-A
1: sandwich. So she wanted yeah. to oh that's That breaks my heart. I was walking home the other night and there was a guy who, he was like my age and he like literally was just like, I'm so hungry right now. Like I haven't eaten in three days. Could you please like get me food from McDonald's? And like that, that literally like it was the saddest. I hate that. I just, I yeah. wish everyone could live in a warm,
0: happy home yeah. with like,
1: Food. It's so like that's such like a basic yeah. need that so many people don't have, which is awful.
0: Yeah, I know it is awful. We need to get some like better. We need to get some better programs. Anyways. Yeah, and it's gonna take a lot of work, but I'm hoping we will see it in the next I hope like, like, you. decade or so. That is yeah. my hope. <laughs> yeah, um, same. I'll give yeah. I'll give a tip for today too. Mine is going to be more geared towards law students today. I don't normally do a law student based one, but, um, I'll say that if you're looking at summer internships for like your first year, your first year isn't as important in terms of like trying to work at like a big firm or something, if that's what you want to do in the long term. So if you're able to, um, work for like a nonprofit or something, yeah, that's like a good cause that you care about, or that's going to like help the city or like even the homeless people we're talking about, like there are organizations that focus on helping those people. So mm-hmm. if you're able to volunteer for one of those programs, if you're legal yeah. services for the summer, even that's like, like a great way to spend your summer. Even in like, I know,
1: even if you think like you can't put something like that in IP, I know there's yeah. like a really good, I think it's in the Bronx. They have a really good IP program, um, that I almost interned at where like mm-hmm. they offer, um, like I free IP services to like really small, like startup oh, brands yeah. who can't afford mm-hmm. like IP um, yeah. like, advice and stuff. So I think like, yeah. even like thinking like you can really find like a good nonprofit in like any, yeah.
0: any field. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. fields.
0: Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. So anyone looking for an internship, you can find a good nonprofit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then our last segment, as always is a fun thing to do in New York. Would you like to go first or do you want me to go first? You can go first. Okay. So I cannot remember the name of this place, but I'm, oh, wait, maybe I'll say what I think the name is. I could be wrong. So there is a speakeasy in New York City that serves the cocktails in teacups and teapots. I like, I want to say it's the Garrett, but I don't think it is. I think that's a different place my roommate wants to go to. But -hmm. if you just look up New York City speakeasy teacups and teapots, it'll come up. Um, and I haven't been yet with my roommates, but we're trying to go to speakeasy tonight. So we might go to that one. Mm-hmm. But so um look up that speakeasy if you're, if you're in New York. It looks like so much fun. That sounds so fun. That actually made me
1: um kind of change mine because I was that okay. reminds me of um my best friends in my favorite place. They have like mm-hmm. so many different like events they do. It's yeah. called the McKittrick Hotel. Um okay. and it's like the same. So the first time we went, they do like it's like a hotel that's supposed to be, like, in the 1930s, 1940s mm-hmm. vibe, and they have, like, a bunch of different things you could use. so they have this thing called Sleep No More, which is, like, this two-hour, like, it's almost, like, an immersive play, kind of, it's, um, okay. like, all Broadway people who, like, are, like, you just, like, walk around this hotel, and it's supposed to be, like, this mm-hmm. really, like, disturbed hotel in, like, the 1940s, it sounds really creepy, it is creepy, yeah but it's so cool. And then you can go sit in like the bar and like order yeah. a drink. It sounds weird, but it's like actually so cool. And so fun. My best friend, and I also went to a magic show there. They have so no many fun, cool okay. things. Um, so, mm-hmm. and that's, where is that? I it's near West 25th. Well, I know it's on the West side, <laughs> somewhere near West 25th. I know. So I can't, <laughs> okay place, But it's it's really that's fun. And then I think my other one that I was going to say is like mm-hmm. less going out. But like, I love just like going for a walk. This costs no money at all. It's like going for a walk in the Brooklyn Bridge Park. Not the Brooklyn Bridge, because the Brooklyn Bridge is miserable to walk across, like, when there's, if it's not, like, 7 a.m., but the Brooklyn yeah. Bridge is so nice and pretty, and, like, along the water, and there's places to have picnics when mm-hmm. it's warm out, and, like, they have little lemonade trucks and stuff. It's so cute and nice, so oh, I love That's that.
0: That's so cute. I'm actually going into Brooklyn tomorrow morning, so yeah. we were trying to figure out where to go, so maybe we'll take a walk. The it's, the it's the best. It's the best, and nice. you should definitely go to Law
1: Bagel Delight in Brooklyn, best okay. bagel
0: place. Okay, I do food. love a good bagel, so yeah. maybe I'll hit up both of those spots tomorrow. Yeah, you should. You <laughs> should. Okay, all right. So that is the episode, everyone. And Kelly, would you like to tell people where they can follow you? You guys can follow me on TikTok. Uh, my TikTok is
1: Okay Kelly, and then Instagram is just my name with an underscore, Kelly Wilson, and YouTube. I think you can just search Callie Wilson. I should come up for Callie Wilson on YouTube. I don't actually know my username on YouTube, but I imagine it's
0: Callie Wilson. Yeah, I would think so. That would make so. sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, then you you guys know you can follow the podcast, Legally Couture Podcast, on Instagram and TikTok now. I will be honest. There's not that many TikToks on it yet because it's new, but we're on both. And then you can follow me at erin.lindsay13 on TikTok and Instagram and we do have a youtube channel that i will post the episodes on so you can look up the weekly tour podcast it's all linked on the instagram though so you can just go through that that's easier to find the youtube channel <laughs> okay all right everybody well thank you for coming callie so much fun thank you fun. for having me This yes. was so fun yes okay bye everyone